Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This story is going to get bigger. And it should be massive now. It is in Europe. And that is that Canada has made the decision, this country has made the decision, to uh, release to Germany a Russian gas turbine, which was in Montreal for repairs, and which was being held in Canada in support of sanctions against Russia for the invasion of Ukraine. Now, Putin got into the act, and he declared Russia requires the turbine to continue natural gas flow to Germany. Ukraine, by the way, offered its gas pipelines to maintain gas flow from Russia to Germany, which Putin refused. The Ukrainian government and uh, their Ministry of Foreign Affairs has uh, issued a release. I'll just read you a little bit of it from the top. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine and the Ministry of Energy of Ukraine expressed their deep disappointment in connection with the decision of the Canadian government to issue a permit for the return to Germany of the Nord Stream 1 turbines stream repaired by Siemens Canada. On the day when Canada announced this decision, the Army of the Russian Federation shelled residential quarters in Mykolaiv, Kharkiv, uh, Krivi, Ri, as well as a number of settlements in the Zaporizhia region. The Russian Federation acted as a terrorist state, deliberately striking houses and other objects of civilian infrastructure. Peaceful people died. Dozens were injured. That's from the government of Ukraine. There is also a release uh, from my guest, Alexandra Khichy. She's the president of the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress, on behalf of the Congress. But we'll uh, ask uh, Ms. Khichy to explain this herself, to talk, speak to that. And uh, she's with us along with Boris Rizhnevsky, former Liberal Member of Parliament, who, as you and uh, Mr. Rizhnevsky has been on this program on a number of occasions, he, uh, he was invited by Mr. Trudeau to sit at the Prime Minister's side during President Zelensky's speech to Parliament. I just want to read you one more thing, and I read it just before the break in the last hour. You've heard Dr. Terry Bro on this program on a number of occasions. He is one of the most respected energy experts in Europe, maybe the world. And he was responsible for supply for France, energy supply. I sent uh, him an email this morning and asked for his thoughts on what has happened. Here's what he wrote. And he writes, Dear Roy, you can use my emails as quoted. Germany is desperate as any further reduction in Russian gas supply is going to directly lead to industrial closure and recession. Germany thinks forcing Canada to return the turbine will lead to increases in Russian flows via Nord Stream 1. Germany could have asked Russia to ship more gas via Ukraine, as Ukraine is asking. Unfortunately, it, Germany, didn't put any pressure, uh, unfortunately it didn't, Germany, and put pressure on Canada not to follow the sanctions rules. This is a clear win for Putin, and Germany has no guarantee to get more gas. The EU is definitely losing here. Did Canada get something from Germany in exchange? Question mark. Hope this helps. Thierry. All right. Let me introduce my guest. One of them was with us yesterday, Alexandra Kuchy. She's the president of the Ukraine-Canadian Congress. Alexandra, thank you for coming back. Thank you, Roy, for inviting me. And Boris Vrznevsky, former Liberal Member of Parliament, uh, who's been on this program on a number of occasions, speaking about the terrible reality on the ground in uh, in Ukraine. Hi, Boris. Always a pleasure, Roy. Thank you. Alexander, please, uh, for our listeners across the country, and I've 
I've, I've just done what I can to introduce the situation. Explain to us in, 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 in your terms, in better terms than I can do, what's going on here, what has Canada decided to do, and why is it so objectionable? Well, uh, for, for the reasons that you have stated uh, so eloquently, Roy, and that is because this is uh, backing down in the face of uh, clear Russian blackmail of Canada and of Germany. And there's a reason that we don't accede to uh, the demands of blackmailers or negotiate with terrorists, and that's because it's always a slippery slope. It's never the end of the story. And uh, this story, I think, is getting even a little more complex because I just read a CBC report, sorry, a Globe and Mail report, um, that suggests that there may be as many as six turbines here in Canada already. And that coincides with the use by Minister Wilkinson in his press release uh, of the plural form of turbine. So uh, we have asked for clarification uh, exactly how many turbines are there, have they been released yet, and what are the terms of that release? And of course, uh, Global Affairs is citing uh, privacy issues. They've directed us to Siemens, and uh, we will see what they say. We've also asked to see the order in council, which would have been necessary to facilitate all of this. All right. Boris, you're a former member of parliament, liberal member of parliament, who sat beside Mr. Trudeau, when President Zelensky uh, addressed this country just a few months ago, what is your sense? I mean, here's Putin getting into it, because Putin's the one who said, well, I won't be able to provide Germany with the natural gas that it requires if I don't get these turbines back. So Putin's right in the middle of this. What What are your feelings about what this country and what this government is doing? So let me be clear. Uh, This is a betrayal. Prime Minister Trudeau has betrayed Ukraine and her people in the face of Putin's genocidal war. And it's an appeasement of Germany's schroderized political lobby, an appeasement of Putin's genocidal war machine. So those, we, we need to be clear in our wording. And what Russia has done is created a false flag operation. It's not about the turbine or turbines. If Putin so will, tomorrow they could turn the taps back up in Russia. In fact, it appears that there's additional or more than enough turbine capacity in North Stream 1. And as you mentioned, Ukraine, Poland as well has a pipeline that could more been adequately cover any shortfall. Uh, Ukraine has a capacity in their pipelines, in fact, have very astutely offered reduced rates to Germany to transport gas. So Germany would benefit by that. And a a sidebar to this, uh, it's quite interesting that as Russia has bombed Ukrainian schools, hospitals, hotels where refugees from Donbass were living, grain silos. They've assiduously avoided hitting Ukraine's gas pipelines and infrastructure in the hope that once they fully occupy Ukraine, that will be part of their gas pipeline uh, infrastructure. So this is all a false flag. The real intent here 
is to sow divisions amongst allies and to create internal divisions domestically in Germany and in Canada. And unfortunately, uh, Canada has fallen into this Putin trap. Uh, there's, uh, and and uh, Alexandra had mentioned some of the slippery wording in Minister Wilkinson's uh, uh, statement. Um, he, he referenced, as have you, that Germany will suffer significant hardship. I, I note that in Germany they've uh, called on people to turn down their air conditioning and that they will turn off the heating in their swimming pools uh, uh, this summer. Well, when you talk about significant hardship, uh, explain that to the, the, the townsfolk of Kremenet, yeah. who three days ago, uh, after being occupied uh, by Russian forces in their suburbs, were being pulled out of their homes and shot in the streets. Um, and then the other thing that Mr. Wilkinson said, that these were uh, uh, waivers that would be time-limited and revocable. So are Canadian principles now time-limited, or are our ethics revocable? Uh, Alexander, when it comes to the issue of uh, the compromising sanctions, in your, in your commentary today for the for the uh, um, Ukrainian-Canadian Congress, you're right about that. When you, you said, in acceding, acceding to Germany's request, Canada will not only contravene its policy of isolating Russia, it will set a dangerous precedent that will lead to the weakening of the sanctions regime imposed on Russia. And then you, uh, you mentioned past appeasement of Russia and what, uh, what that uh, created. Please, please continue that thought, if you would. Well, we all know that uh, the Western world has stood by uh, seemingly helplessly while uh, Russia invaded Georgia in 2008 and in 2014 when uh, Russia annexed Crimea and invaded uh, parts of the Donetsk and uh, uh, Luhansk regions in eastern Ukraine. So there was not a particularly robust reaction at that time, and that really gave uh, Putin the green light to do as he wishes uh, with Ukraine. And uh, it's that kind of compromise or, or, or appeasement uh, that, that led us to where we are today. Uh, and in fact, uh, the drums of war were beating long before February of, of 2022, and many of the Western allies were reluctant to arm Ukraine, were reluctant to confront Putin because they believed that that would provoke an invasion rather than prevent one. So here we are, and, and I think that Putin has really tested the resolve of the Western allies and found them to be wanting. Um, you had mentioned earlier also that uh, the French are preparing for a complete cutoff uh, of gas supplies, and uh, similarly, Poland, Bulgaria, and Finland have already faced that because they stood up to Putin when he demanded that they pay him in rubles. So uh, it's difficult for me to understand why Germany uh, is seeking this kind of special treatment. Of course, we want to help our allies. Nobody wants to punish them. But surely there's another way, as your uh, uh, expert that you quoted earlier has said. Yeah, Dr. Terry Moreau. So now the question uh, becomes, I, I think, what next? What now, Boris? What, what now? 
So here's, uh, in regards to this precedent, what makes it uh, even worse? There are over 50 countries that have uh, stood together and put sanctions in place against Russia uh, due to this genocidal war. And in this case, Canada has created, Canada, a G7 country, a NATO member country, has created the precedent. So it's not just, you know, any other country. We're a G7 country and a NATO member, and we've created this particular precedent. And then internally, it's problematic. As a former parliamentarian, uh, there were two legislative acts in June uh, on this file. The first was uh, Parliament voted to uh, provide the legislation necessary to not only uh, sanction, to freeze assets, Russian assets, but to seize them to be disposed of and afterwards sold off to provide funding for the rebuilding of Ukraine when that, when that time comes. So the will of Parliament was clear. Secondly, they voted unanimously, unanimously. Every single member of Parliament voted to state that this was a genocide. And here, while Parliament's not in session... The Prime Minister's office announces that, notwithstanding the will that, of Parliament, that we will now not only freeze but seize Russian assets, uh, 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 the Prime Minister's office has decided that uh, sanctions are time-limited and revocable. And yeah. that's yeah. the phraseology, the wording used by Minister Wilkinson. Can you imagine, during the time of apartheid, Prime Minister Mulroney at that time stood up to our closest allies, the UK and the US, who were against sanctioning South Africa. He stood firm on a matter of principle. So, Boris, what are you, what are you saying? If you had an opportunity right now to, to say something to Mr. Trudeau directly about this, what would you say to him? That it's a terrible political mistake. Uh, when the Prime Minister was elected, he stated clearly Canada is back. This is not in the spirit of Lester B. Pearson, Brian Mulroney, Lloyd Axworthy, Paul Martin's responsibility to protect. And uh, this, this is a, a mistake that needs to be reversed. Okay. And it's against the will of the Parliament. Alexandra, I have uh, less than a minute. Please, uh, final thoughts from you, at least for this segment. Well, I think this is a two-step process. Uh, Canada has taken the decision to send the turbines to Germany. There is still an opportunity for Germany to do the right thing and not send these turbines to Russia. And I think that uh, all of our allies need to implore Germany to do the right thing. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.